Hey, babes, and thank you for tuning into my podcast, The Chat. I'm your host, Jay, and I'm joined here today with Cameron. Oh, ah. You're not going to introduce your own guest? Isn't he so handsome? No, I wanted you to say, you hear how deep he said it? Cameron. Oh, ah. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) He said it so nicely. Cameron. Oh. Doesn't just make your heart melt. Anyway, <laughs> a few of the things that we're going to be talking about today is we're going to be talking about the stimulus bill. We're going to be talking about Bernie Sanders. We're going to be talking about a lot of things. So basically, what's going on in America, bitch? And what's his he? So I'm going to let Nigus, since he's so sweet and handsome, which also happens to be my lovely, lovely boyfriend. Pick one topic off of this thing right here, and then we're going to go at it, and then we're just going to pick random ones off of here. <clears throat> Should I read all of them? No, you just pick one. Which one do you want to talk about first? Hmm. I haven't added some of them, but he's taking a moment, so let me play the Jeopardy music. Okay, so um, he wants to talk about Bernie Sanders. So, Bernie Sanders, um, it's not no secret that he really is for the goddamn people because he raised $3.5 million to... Oh, that's how much he raised. Yeah, with him and his supporters. He raised $3.5 million <clears throat> to help out with the fight of coronavirus. So I think that was such a great thing for him to do. He posted his article up, and I I, I went through, and I, I looked at it, and it was so inspiring. Cool. I wish more people would actually get together and donate stuff. Like, if you're using too much or something, like, if you just went out and bought, like, 50 fucking rolls of fucking toilet tissue, honey, go, Please go, go donate some of that stuff. Please like, get on that subject. Like, I see, we I actually don't. are going to slide on over there because that, that was all I had to really say about that. I, I thought that it was one of the most beautiful, wholesome things that could actually happen. Not the bitch still in the toilet tissue, but the, this man donating $3.5 million. And I think that, that's, that, that goes to show you right there the fact that he's not even president and he, he has come up with that much in this Small amount of time. I exactly. think that's very, very impressive. I think that it's so it's so wholesome of it, and I think that the reason why the system is so scared of Bernie is because y'all not gonna sit around and just have y'all jobs around it. You get what I understand? You get what I'm saying? Like y'all not just gonna sit around and just be like, "We want this, we want that." He gonna look at that shit and be like. Uh, well, let's say right here in small. Right. Yeah, he said right here in small print it says the workers will only get what one percent. They supposed to be getting five. Like I right. feel like that's the type of person Bernie is. But that's the type of person that we need. Like that. Like as we said in the last video that we made um, on our channel that we just finished making. I just feel like at the end of the day. That's how scammers and that's how um, 
uh, what am I trying to say? Snobbish people act. It's as long as you're not cheating me, it don't matter what they getting or not getting. As long as I'm getting paid, that's fine. And it's just like those same people that would not vote him for that those reasons because he would fine tooth comb uh, proposals and you know possible laws and things of that nature. Um, it's like I said, it's just crazy because. If that same thing was applied to you in your business, you would want somebody to find your lawyers for that much. You make sure you hire lawyers to find tooth the fine print for you to make sure that you're getting paid what you need to get paid. Why wouldn't you want a leader to do that for this country to make sure that everyone, every working person is getting what they deserve? Exactly. And while we're speaking on the working people. Amazon and Instacarts, which if you don't know what Instacart is, Instacart is where like you order online groceries and you have them sent to your house. So those people were going on strike because there were people inside of the building. I guess they were they went ahead and put them on sick leave or something like I'm not sure. But um they went on strike so that the building can be sanitized. Apparently the the building is not as sanitized as it needs to be to. I'm trying to get the words out. Not so like, are uh, you saying that the the workers? The, that's the reason why I guess it was strike. a confirmed case in their in their in their, in, in right. their plant, and they weren't taking it seriously as in going in there and having the the place <clears> you know safe. What's it called? Sanitized. And like safe for the workers. Clean. Yes. Therefore, so that's a lot of them strike. went on strike. And I just want to get your opinion on that. Um. So my opinion is, I probably would have did the same thing. Like as far as it's like if okay. So this is what people have to understand. Like every situation is different based on the variables. The situation is this. If you are telling me and I have children and a whole significant other like my spouse, I have a spouse and children at home that cannot, like I cannot bring this to my house. Those are my kids and my spouse. That reminds me of that lady that quit her job. Right. Yeah. So, and, and. And I am the one that has to protect them. There is no, I'm using this as an example. My parents are are alive and well, Mm -hmm. but I'm just using this as an example. Have no grandparents for the children to that, oh, my my parents can look after them. Or I have somebody to take them if I have to be stuck here. Like, no, there is no one else. Spouse is at home. Laid off. Due to the business in the situation. Yeah, I'm going to consider taking this strike if my job does not care enough about the safety of me and what I have to lose at home. All because they don't want to do what is necessary to sanitize and keep the work environment safe. 
even my job that I'm currently temporarily laid off for the moment, but it's due to the safety of the employees and the customers, which is why we shut down there. We were on a period where it was only us working inside of the building and customers did online orders and they can come to the door and get their order if the package came. But other than that, the store was not open and it wasn't open due to the safety of the people. Right. And there's no way you can like nicely go up someone and say, hey, six feet apart. I need you guys to really be six feet apart. But even like, in that, the store isn't built to built big enough to even no, make that possible not, for it everyone. Get, it, that's not even possible. And to to think about the business that does stay open, I mean, it just really showed the mm. greed for that fucking money. It's just like, and, come on, and, health got the if you if your customers ain't ain't healthy and safe, then how the fuck you expect them to come back and want to spend money with you? And my whole thing is this: for these type of businesses that are still open running due to like the need, the business need, and everything, Essential. you need to show respect. You need to show more respect for your workers. The fact that, okay, I understand I got y'all in here in this time, in this crisis, that it's not safe. It's very, very scary out here in these streets right now. So I'm going to do, because you work for me, we are a family. I'm going to do what's necessary to make sure my family is protected. And and, and while we on the subject of, you know, families and stuff. Why is it that people only care when it's their families on the line, their mom, their grandma, their... I literally said this on the on the video mm-hmm. that we just did, but I'm going to say it again for the people that didn't see that video. Why is it that we able to just push everything to the side, but the second it's our family, we're like, all right, you guys, you need to seriously take this serious, seriously. Come on. We got the... And we try to push this agenda, but at first, it's like everybody's following your first rule of order, your first thing that you said. It's just like Trump, he literally said, this is their hoax, blah, blah, blah. Like, you get what I'm saying? Right. And now all of a sudden, it's that switch up. It's like, oh, this shit ain't going nowhere. Let me go ahead and save my ass and save uh, maybe a couple of few asses. But, but this- had this been said from the <clears throat> first beginning. hmm more people would not be as, you know, bad as it is. But that's but that's my point. Like, that is what I said as well as far as this whole situation should have been looked at th- more thoroughly. Um, as far as for those that, that think like, well, it's not my immediate family so good. But what you feel to realize is just like a virus, situations are contagious. Situations are very contagious. It may not happen to you right now in your family at this very moment, but if you don't do what you can to sanitize the situation for the sake of a whole, it's going to spread to your family eventually. And you need to consider that and stop being that selfish to be like, well, I don't care about it because it's not happening to my family immediately. And the same thing with this whole virus, you know, the the first outbreak was not in this country, but officials and leadership should have taken 
should have shown better moves and should have taken precautions and been proactive enough to really live by their word. The word was, it's contained. But the precautions were not taken accurately to ensure that this situation was actually mm-hmm. contained. Yes. Therefore, you I got over 800,000 people globally that are infected with this. And you have over 100,000 in this country alone that are dead from this. So at the end of the day, saying it's over contained 100. is one thing. Actually being a proactive about it and making sure you dotting all your I's and crossing all your T's, that's a whole nother thing. Now I have no idea the actual death toll, which is why I pulled it up. I don't know if these numbers have been updated. What? I don't know if the numbers he just said is true or not, but I do have the numbers actually pulled up. And so actually read them for me. Yeah. So I, I was somewhat partially right. As far as in the U.S. right now, the coronavirus cases... Um, excuse me, actually, I was not. I apologize. The cases, I had the diff, the diff toll wrong. The cases is 188,592. Um, the deaths is 4,055, and the total recovered is um, a little over 7,200. It's 7,251. I'm not completely sure if that number is accurate. accurate. The reason why yeah. I say that is because I don't think it's um, been updated. Someone that works at DSW um, is very close to like state things, like this of, of the state. It. Yeah, and she advised that is actually way over, more people than over a thousand deaths in Georgia alone. Oh yeah, I know. I've I've mm. been hearing about them left and right. And especially because of the business I work in, I literally went back to fast food. Um, the business that I work in, people talk. Mm-hmm. People talk. I'm telling you. And I, I try to limit, you know, talking because I'm just like, I don't want you to actually get any speckles on my lip. I don't know. I don't know what right. you, what's going on. I try to mm-hmm. limit the talking down because it's just like, mm, let me make sure I'm, I'm doing everything I can to be safe. And with that being said, we're going to move on to the next thing with this pasta, uh, honey. Yeah, I was just, and before that, I was just going to say, just, um, we are trying to as well, um, but y'all make sure y'all be safe. And I'm going to go in and say it like, um, earlier today, we went to Walmart after I picked him up from work and oh. he saw, <laughs> <laughs> he saw, uh, um, was that your friend or the oh, girl? Spain. Yeah, that's my friend. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I wasn't gonna say anything because I didn't want to. I didn't want him to feel like, "Man, you're doing the most." I didn't want her to feel like I was disrespecting her. But the moment that they embraced each other, even though it wasn't like, a, "Oh, mm, give me a kiss" or anything like that, it was kind of like a, you know, one of those hugs where it's like, you know, kind of sweet. It's nice to see those type of hugs. I think, but even with that. The inst the protective instinct came on, and I I, will, I wanted to say, uh uh uh, do not hug six feet. But 
Of course, again, I didn't want to seem <laughs> like I was being overbearing or disrespectful in her eyes because that is his friend. But at the same time, I was thinking like, oh, it's y'all. Oh, it's it's right, right. You know what I'm saying? Ain't sick. Right. <laughs> like, seriously, because the, my miss. the um the lady I spoke to, my church member, like she lit up when she saw me, but she's under she understood that bitch, you know, hey, it's good to see you. Stay and she older. You know, uh, but even if like you were saying, it is some people that still hug people, and it's just like, um, baby, you're sick, or mm-hmm. not even like you're sick, but it's just like this with this going around, don't take it personally. But we don't need to be hugging like that because, again, some people don't even know they have it, mm-hmm. so it ain't even the fact that, well, I don't feel sick. I mean, like, I, and men, men, you are different. Like, I worry more about these type of situations than he does. I mean, sometimes I do wish that I could just kind of chill because at the end of the day, even if we do have it, I mean, me worrying about it is only going to make it worse and it may affect the way my immune system fights it off anyway. And I feel like, you know, that could, you know, be a, a situation in some people. They probably get infected and worry about it so much so them worrying is having an effect on how their bodies are fighting it. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to work on myself as far as like, you know what, you know, thank you God that we are still health. Like, you know, we still feel healthy. Like I don't, you know, feel fatigued or tired or anything like that, or any of the symptoms that they say that are coming in this particular virus. But but yeah, that uh, they're literally—they've come out with some type of new article. Someone was showing me at work. I'm, I'm not sure where the article is. Don't quote me on it. But um, they're saying if you've come in contact with anybody that has had pink eye, they could have possibly had coronavirus as well. So I'm just like, oh my shit, is this shit like mutating or something? I don't know. I'm not a fucking health official. I can't really tell you the tease on that. But apparently, it's an article out there talking about that. And uh, uh you know, Facebook has this new thing where I guess. If it's, you know, fake news, bitch, they they take it down. Anything falsely. But I wouldn't be surprised if that is a hoax. I mean, like I said, again, you're right. We're not doctors. We don't, not scientists. We don't know how these viruses mutate and how they work and everything like that. Bitch, all we know how to do is keep safe. And speaking of the doctors, while we're on the topic of doctors, um... I hate, I hate, 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 I hate the fact that um, a lot of the hospitals are not equipped with the proper gear and enough gear for them to handle this type of ordeal. So then it puts them more at risk. And while we're on that subject, I, um, again, I'm, and he'll tell you, I'm very spiritual. And again, I pray in the name of Jesus that the Lord can, you know, keep us protected and this whole situation will go away. But, you know, hopefully, Lord willing, soon we'll finally live in a world where we don't have to worry about this struggle anymore. And when that happens, I really hope that this is a lesson to 
leaders of the world, presidents of countries, as well as hospitals and leaders of health, as far as always having a backup safety plan that can be activated at any given point in time. Always have a backup because you never know when something happens to where you need, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I just really hope, I mean, like I said, I, I wish that we were more prepared. Like I'm saying it's not us individually, but I'm saying people that have access to protective gear and to medicine and all of that. Like I wish we were more prepared as far as at the end of the day, you never know what happens in this world. So you always have to have a plan B. Right. And then again, we are dealing with a president who when people has asked for ventilators, I guess they asked for 30,000 to 40,000 ventilators. Like most hospitals only operate off two ventilators. Because and that's a stretch. Right. And they're not because they're not prepared exactly. for exactly. And when they're asking for the ventilators, it's like, well, you should have. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Oh my God. I'm just kidding. Um when they asked for the ventilators, it was just like, you should have got this two years ago. I wish I could show y'all the damn video. Like, it's because I, I'm on my laptop with the actual podcast. This, which is this like, is what I'm saying. Like, I understand. Don't interrupt me again. Okay, I'm sorry. You can go ahead. <laughs> I understand that, like, you know, this is a lesson that, that <laughs> should be learned because I understand. I mean, again, you we don't. Because business continues to go on and thrive, you don't really think about situations like this, like, oh, my God, we could be in a pandemic. You feel what I'm saying? But at the same time, hopefully this is a lesson to every field that is crucial to have as far as but you never know what happens. So it's important to to what can we do to get these orders to make sure we have enough equipment to save more lives than not save, you know? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you were just showing me, you know, a, a, a nurse having to make the decision. It wasn't them, as she eloquently put it, it wasn't us trying to do every single thing we could do to save a life, but that person, it was just their time. Like they actually now have to make the decisions on who they feel would survive this and who they're wanting for the ones that they feel that don't survive it. Oh, you're just going to go home and going to have to die pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And it's not because it's just like picking and choosing. It's just because they don't have a choice. Right. They only can pick the people that they feel are going to actually survive. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying as far as hopefully this situation, hopefully this is a lesson. So when we recover, Lord willing from this pandemic situation, just clear that up. What you mean? Well, hopefully this is a, uh, a lesson. Hopefully this is a, what I'm, what I mean is when this recover, when we recover, Yes, that that like every healthcare, everything, in which very I'm very aware that these machines are very costly. I understand that like one machine can be thirty thousand dollars. I get that or more. I get that, but 
I feel that there should be a way that the system, government, like health officials, someone can is able to come up with some type of plan or some type of, I don't know, something, some type of plan to come up with to have a plan B if something like this were to occur. But America is so cheap. We're running off a, we're running on E, honey. Like, you know, you get in the car, you know, those, those bitches, let me explain it to y'all. It's like when you get in the car with that that one homegirl or one homeboy and they always ride no E and be like, I know my car. This is not that type of situation. We are on E in the health system. Why don't we have something like Medicare for all? Because I know folks that don't survive from this shit has racked up at least $10,000 in debt or at least $4,000 in debt. Mm-hmm. And we don't. Well, we can't a, even. That's that's actually another subject. That's like a whole that's just thing, that though. ain't even. We we right now just on the subject of the equipment for the facilities. And we and going back to the equipment, like we are so cheap. We don't believe in having because all of these fucking parts come way across from way, way which wind. Like one part come from Italy. One part come from. Uh, Germany, one part come from. It's just parts from everywhere. Like we don't have no, but it would be type of industry here that just really makes the we shit here. We actually used to have those cheap. type of industries, but you're right, they quit those. Oh my god, what do they call those factories? Um, um it was the word they used where it wasn't heavy machineries. It was like soft machinery based. Um, factories where, like, like for instance, for China, you know how like your your clothes or your sh- like a material from your shoes or something, or for some something that you use like every day, mm-hmm. it says made in Japan or made in China. Those type yeah. of factories, we okay. don't have any of those. Like those were cut out cut out in the eighties. Okay. We used to have those, but I'm saying. It possibly if we could have like those type of factory based companies that motherfucking would really get people on their feet. We get more people in to work and we get more of the product out so we can have product when these type of situations well, the problem happen. Is, is when we have the money and we constantly going like this, we don't wanna extend or, the even, worse, or even then worse. We fuck or even worse. Or even worse. Give me 10,000, 10 trillion guns. Let me get all this. No comments. That's, but that's. We're willing to spit so much money out for military, but we can't even give our own citizens health care. I just find that so at this point, the 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 what do you what you're trying to to give the weapons for is for the safety of this country. So when our troops go out and fight, where are you fighting for? They like the other countries. They don't have to go over here and, exactly. and we treat veterans so disgusting. But, but no, America. what I'm saying is we don't even. The war has already come to us and killed us with this pandemic. Like they don't even have to go to war anymore. So I, I, the other countries don't even have to kill us. Like this situation We're is killing, killing us off one by one. Hell, right? So like them this, folks don't care. They can afford to get a test. I just love how everybody in the White House just automatically got a test, but there's fucking citizens out here that didn't get a test. Or oh, I like how <coughs> other countries can get tested just like that or can get health care on a really good basis. Have. 
that one socialist thing called, you know, Medicare for all. Which you right. know, you know, we don't want anybody that's actually gonna, you know, give us things that we actually need and want. Or or have us in a situation that this this country is supposed to be based on like land of the free, you know, the brave, protection, dreams come true. Oh that wow. type of stuff. Why are you spitting to to true tea? And just to let you know, down here, um, this podcast, it can only go on for like 30 minutes. So I am going to do a second part, like right after this one. But people that are watching this on the video, you're going to see me uh, name the video. You're going to see me uh, do a description for it and all that other good stuff, you know, and put hashtags on the uh podcast and so really we're gonna have like this little minute or two in in a mission you know where I am typing all this stuff in and putting it through the system and then I'm gonna start the next podcast well part two because the, on here I can't download the app because apparently my laptop is not compatible blah, blah, right blah, well blah. while you only have one minute left uh thank you for having me um, I know leaving? I'm no, I'm still gonna be here, but I'm just saying since oh you know God, formal day after day, <laughs> just a formal <laughs> getaway. Move. You don't want me to touch you? No, cause Damn. your ass been sitting here sneezing. Move. You got Rona. I sneezed downward. You didn't. Need... But you still got all this stuff on your shirt. You're you're but I didn't hug you. Ow. <laughs> That hurt, and that didn't. Listen here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's this is my side of the fucking. Ah! <laughs> my drawers gonna be showing, honey. I ain't got nothing on but drawers on this. Wait, come on, but thank y'all, honey. Let me do that minute intermission, and we'll be right back. 